0: Presentation Skills for Design Students, Episode 27. Hello and welcome to Presentation Skills for Design Students, the podcast dedicated to helping design students everywhere become confident, creative communicators. My name's Christina Canters, and I'm here to help you speak with confidence, create compelling presentations, and communicate your ideas like a social star. So get ready to take your next presentation to a whole new level. Welcome back to the show, my design peeps. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast and learning some things here and there as well. Now, I'm coming to the end of my time here in New York City, which I am very sad about. But at the same time, I am super excited because it means that I'm moving on to other fun things. So I'll be sure to keep you updated with that. Now, this week's episode is all about creating a powerful personal brand. You can find links and show notes for this episode at designdrawspeak.com slash zero two seven. Now, let me ask you a question. How much time do you spend on your physical appearance? Say if you're going on a date or to a job interview or to an important meeting, do you put much effort into looking good? I dare say the answer is probably yes. I mean, I, I know I do. Everyone knows that when you look good, you attract people to you and it's, it's much easier to make a great first impression. Now, I'd like you to think about how much thought do you put into what you look like online? And I'm talking about what you post on Facebook, what you post on Instagram and Pinterest and LinkedIn, all those social media platforms. What sort of content are you sharing and how much of it is visible to the general public? Now, this is something that most of us don't really pay much attention to, but it really is critical to your success in the professional environment, whether you plan to start your own business or work for someone else. So that's why I'm super pumped to be sharing with you the expert knowledge of published author, personal branding extraordinaire, and my good friend, Andrew Ford. Andrew is the founder of Social Star. A personal branding company that helps people look really good online so they can be found by the right people now in this interview we chat about what is a personal brand why you yes you need to start building your personal brand right now and some simple ways that you can get started even if you're flat out with assignments or if you don't like the idea of self-promotion Andrew shares lots of valuable tips and stories that definitely got me thinking more about my online presence and my own personal brand. So I hope that you are inspired to do the same too. So without further ado, let's get to the interview with the branding man himself, Mr. Andrew Ford. Ford, welcome to the show and thank you so much for joining me today. I'm I'm super excited to be chatting with you because your area of expertise is an area that I haven't yet talked about on this podcast. And and that is how you present and communicate yourself as your own personal brand. So I'm super excited to learn lots more from you today. But before we get started, can you please share with our listeners a bit about your background and what you do?
1: Sure, sure. Uh, Thanks for having me, Christina. It's lovely to talk to you again, and I've loved your work. I've been following you for a while now. So my backstory is really I started off in corporations. So I worked for gigantic companies like Hewlett-Packard and IBM and Telstra down here in Australia, the largest telco. And I was doing marketing. So I've always worked with customers doing loyalty marketing, digital marketing, and then when social media came about, um, I, I really focused on that since the MySpace days, you know, before Twitter and Facebook were even around. So I had deep experience running programs in that. And, and what I found was that people started to come to me and ask for my advice. And I was lecturing at university at the time. And as I got all of these inquiries, I, I thought, well, you know, people really value the, the information I have. Um, but I didn't want to market brands. I didn't want to market products, I should say. Um, you know, I'd marketed phones and I'd marketed technology and websites, but I really like people. You know, I'm a real people person. And by understanding myself, I constructed a business around what I really love to do. And what I really love to do is to help individuals start their own business and get online and be able to make money from the thing that they truly, um, you know, value the most. So that's sort of how I got into it. And we have been running for a couple of years now and, you know, it's proved very successful.
0: Okay. So a lot of this, I know a lot of your clients are, are people that want these personal brands created. Now, what what is a personal brand?
1: Sure. Great question. So a personal brand to me is everything that I can see online before I meet you. So when we look at personal branding from our perspective, before I meet the person, um, I will Google them. I will look at the image view. I will see what links come up. I'll look at their website. I'll look at their Facebook and Pinterest and Twitter and blog and YouTube and, and all of their social presence. And what that will do is it will give me uh, a picture, if you like, of what the person is like and what the business is like. So, for instance, um, is the site easy to use? Is it in a modern template? Um, do they seem friendly and engaging or do they seem unapproachable? Is it is it really easy to contact them or have they hidden all their details and they don't want you to call them? You know, how do they write their words? Is it written by them or is it, you know, you can tell it's written by a copywriter. So all of those things are little nuances that we interpret in our brain and we form an opinion about people. And I, I actually started the business working just with celebrities. Because celebrities in, in my in my business and my social circle, I knew a few of them and they needed help in, you know, lifting their brands to get more opportunities. And, and people don't know celebrities. They only know them from, their social media and from their digital presence. And it's the same as true for everybody. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many business meetings I've had where someone's approached me for whatever reason, a partnership or, or to be a client, and they look me up online and then they come to the meeting and they have this expectation that I'm gonna be this sort of person. and And it's only based on what I put out there online. So a personal brand is more than just me telling people what I do. It's actually a really, really effective sales tool. So I had many meetings today. I had one yesterday, in fact, where a client came to my to the meeting, already convinced that I was the right person, already knowing what they should do, that already started the process. They just wanted to make sure I matched the brand in real life. They couldn't wait to sign up. And And, you know, for me, that was an amazing thing because, you know, they had made all of these decisions in their mind that, oh, this guy seems credible and he's written a book and, you know, he seems to have a good process and he's got lots of recommendations. Therefore, kind of I've already done that thought process. I don't he doesn't need to convince me. All he needs to do is match his brand in real life and I'm sold. So it's a great pre selling tool if you can do it correctly.
0: Okay, so so you're a business owner and you have clients. What about people like say a student right now who doesn't have their own company, they're not a celebrity, they don't really have that sort of personal brand out there. Why is it important for them to start thinking about themselves as a brand?
1: Great question. The, I originally started with celebrities, but I, I was lecturing at university at the time, as I mentioned, and I'm still continuing to lecture at university and I do, you know, presentation at scout groups and different community organisations for young people. And I always ask the question, you know, who has LinkedIn and who has Facebook and who has Instagram? And, and it's amazing to me that people who are at university level and just about to go out into the workforce and not adopting business tools. We think that the, you know, the younger generations are, are all so digital savvy and so social media savvy, and they understand how to use a technology, it's ingrained into their life, but they're not thinking of themselves as a, as a brand or as something that they need to promote in order to get what they want. And it's not about self-promotion, it's about being present and there. So, for instance, uh, LinkedIn is the essential business tool to get a job. It is the one. You need to be there. Um, Facebook, in fact, gets more people fired than hired. So be, <laughs> I always say be protective of that and 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 particularly Instagram because it's a more open medium as well. So you've got to have a great LinkedIn presence and you've got to go out and just say what you want. This is what I do. This is what I love to do. Here's my goals for the future. Um, and here's my skills. And And the thing is that, In the old days, you would have to go and apply for jobs and apply for jobs and apply for jobs, and and that is still true. However, people who have creativity and people who can create something online to really position themselves well, they will be found. And I experienced this myself, is part of my story is that when I was working in corporations and I sort of discovered this online presence and I started building my profile, I kept getting poached out of big company into another big company. And of course, when they come to me, I can just demand the salary that I, that I desire. And so I kept skipping jobs, you know, more frequently because people kept coming to me and and offering me more. But if I was going to them, the whole dynamic is changed. So the essence of what I teach is attraction marketing. You want people to find you and come to you and offer you what you want rather than you have to go out and sell yourself. So it's attraction and not selling. And it's the same for a student as it is for um, a business person or a celebrity. You want to be able to put your stuff online and people find you. And and the really interesting thing about students is it's an extremely competitive market. It's very hard to get into the big companies. Uh, It's very hard to get attention. And the thing that will differentiate you is creativity. Because it's not volume of content, it's the quality of what you put out there. Example, a friend of mine who uh, I was going to create an iPhone app with uh, a few years ago, he got a job as a, as a digital person in a, in one of the biggest advertising agencies in Australia. And what he did, instead of submitting a resume with, oh, I went to school here and here's my skills and you know, here's a bit of what I'm like, he took this really creative photo of him in a pool in one of those rubber rings, having a cocktail with his sunglasses on and just wrote his title at the top. I think it was Digital Strategist or something, and blew it up and printed it out in a big you know, A3 format and just sent that in. And that was so <laughs> it, it just cut through so much compared to every other resume that they went, I've got to meet this guy, and, and he's super creative, and he got the job, right? So do something different to stand out. Yes, you have to have LinkedIn, you have to have those things, but how do you position yourself? Oh, I'm an architecture student. Wow, that's exciting, you know, so what, right? How are you going to position yourself to be something different to everybody else? and And it's got to be something that's organic to you. So don't look outside and go, well, you know that person's like this and that worked for them. You've got to go inside yourself and go what makes me different and what drives me, and then get that out online. And that's really the the juice of it is that I dig within people to pull out their their inner essence and put that online because that's the bit that really resonates with people. that's the that's the real meat.
0: Okay, so we've talked about LinkedIn, and I think, yeah, there'd be a lot of people going, okay, sure, I go on LinkedIn, I put all my experiences and stuff on there. What other platforms can people start using in order to start building this, this image of themselves, this personal brand?
1: Yeah, great. Great question. So, so it depends. It's horses for courses. So I always go through a process of understanding people before I build their profile, and it goes down to their values. So what are they, What's important to them in their lives? Their personality. So if you're very outgoing, or you introverted, or you highly detailed, or highly creative, I look at where they want to go. What are their goals? So once you understand all of that, you'll find the medium that suits your personality and your specific situation. So if you are a real detailed-oriented, organized people person that loves to write, but you don't necessarily love, uh, an extrovert, don't love to be around people write a blog. Perfect, perfect medium, you can sit in your bedroom and do it and, and cr- put your brand out there in, in a blog. Now my idea of a blog is that it comes from your personal website. The thing that differentiates you from everybody else is your name and your face. So put your brand, your face and your name out there in a personal website. That's probably number one. Just buy your name as a URL, You know, www.andrewford.com.au and put that out there and have your blog attached to there with your photo so that's that's the first step in addition to LinkedIn now if your specific personality traits and whatever is more visual well maybe you should think of something like Instagram or Pinterest because then you might say well I love doing photography I'll use that as the way to talk about my you know my brand so so let's say you're a um, you're an architecture student so I could blog about architecture and here's some you know great designs and here's you know some people I really respect um, and here's my thoughts on it or you could take photos of beautiful architecture and put them on Pinterest or you could do your own sketches and put them into a know, a prezi you know presentation and put them on your LinkedIn account so it really depends on what type of skills you have and how you want to go out to market now I'm an extrovert and I love people. I love networking with people. I get my energy from being around people. So, what I do is I go out and I network. And I, when people ask me what I do, I say something that's quite compelling and they get really interested. And they go, like, Oh, that's interesting. So, I don't say I'm a digital, I'm a marketing person. I don't say that I do personal branding necessarily. I give them the solution. So, if I said, um, I have people who attract opportunities that I don't have to sell. People normally go, Oh, that's cool. How do you do that? And then I explain, Oh, well, you know, I, I, Run a business called Social Star and we do personal branding and we help people look really good online so that they can be found. And when people find them, they convert. Now, really, at the essence, I'm a marketing person. That's that's kind of what I do. But what I've done is I've chosen to focus on a specific niche that I really love. I love people. I love branding. I love helping people start their businesses. And so that's really what you know, turns me on. So by focusing on that area, when I'm talking about it, I'm super excited. Mm. I'm enthusiastic. I genuinely want to hear their story and I want to help them and they feel it. You know, this is why the congruency with your values and your personality is so important because you can't sell something you don't love. And because I do love it and I do, you know, people feel it, they feel my certainty and my certainty overcomes any doubts that they have.
0: Okay. So, yeah. So it's like having your, your brand in person matching up to the brand, which is the images and the blog and the, um, and the creative stuff that you put online for the world to see. It's like having that match up, right? So that it all makes sense. Yeah. And I might add as well, like if anyone, if anyone's thinking of they want to start a blog or they want to, um, put photographs on Pinterest or whatever it really needs to be something that you are passionate about because if you're not passionate about it, you will not be able to keep it up because it's, you know, it's hard work doing that sort of thing. Um, and I know like a lot of design students, they're really, really busy. There's just almost like there's so much going on. There's a huge workload. And I know a lot of people are probably thinking, I don't have time to start a blog. What advice do you have for students who are just, short on time i mean like how how important is it to actually establish these sort of this these sorts of personal branding platforms
1: yeah great so so you hit the nail on the head is that they're busy doing the things that they're you know that are important to them and this goes back to values don't choose. this is why i direct people into activities that match their values because if it's not important to you you know what you just won't do it you know find out something you do love and make sure it fits into your life's stage you know as I said before so if you're a design student and you're creating beautiful designs take a photo of them put them on Pinterest you know, it's not not that difficult that's, yeah, that's sharing easy. your content and it's part of what you're doing every single day or you might be the sort of person you're living in New York City there's beautiful you know buildings there's beautiful designs everywhere you just might take photos and then put them onto Instagram and that's representative of the things that you love and it tells people about you because you're sharing parts of you with them.
0: It's, yeah, it's I love exactly that. the same as
1: it's always been, just that the medium is different.
0: What what about someone who wants to work for a company that already has its own brand established? Why should why you know, why should someone working for another company, you know, they've already got a job, they're happy there. Why do they need personal brands? as well yeah
1: and that's that's I get that question all the time from students and and it's a it's a bu- it's a brilliant question the difference between corporations fifty years ago towards today is that there isn't job security it just doesn't exist so unless you work for perhaps the military or or the government um, in any big corporation people come and go it's more transitory I mean the statistics supported in terms of length of employment service and so really what it is is, finding a role that best suits your values, and, and I had 20 great years in, in corporations. I learned enormous amounts, I met great people, I traveled the world, you know, I did amazing things, I'm I'm really grateful for that. So I, I loved it, and I, I don't say working for a company is bad, but it does challenge your values. And I think that, uh, I remember when uh, I left one of my particular companies, when they closed my division down, and I was prepared, you know, I was like, I saw the signs, I was already had jobs lined up, it was no problem. One of my colleagues freaked out and she's like, how am I ever gonna get a job? I'm not skilled enough to get another job. I said, if you're not skilled enough to get another job, why should this company keep you on board? It's up to you to manage your own career the way you would manage your own business. Your career is your business. And if you think a company is gonna hold on to you because they're just nice people, that ain't gonna happen. Companies, you're a factor of production for them to make money for their shareholders, generally. So therefore you need to be the best you to match what they want. And the only way you can keep ahead of the curve is to have a really great brand and, and for people like LinkedIn and keep your you know your own thought process going. Because you know what? It'll get your promotions, it'll get other companies coming looking for you, um, and it keeps your skills, you know, up to date. So whenever something happens, you're prepared.
0: Hmm. Now that's really great advice. I really like that. Now what would you say to someone who is feeling a bit shy about you know selling themselves in this sense or someone who's concerned that they'll just come across as, as bragging or showing off if they're putting you know putting all their work out there going you know look at me this is you know look at all my skills you know i know a lot of people feel self-conscious about doing that what would you what would you say to those people so
1: it, it it's a common question and i get it from mostly the personality types that are more introverted or they're more down to earth um people from the country oh i don't want to brag about myself you know what it's not about you <laughs> it's about the service that you're providing to other people so you know i mean i i'm i talk about a personal business formed out of you know who you are and for the service of other people and i put my face on my book you know which was you know my editor didn't like she's like you yeah, don't put your face in your book you know you're not that famous and i said. It's not about being famous, the fact that I'm talking, I'm encouraging people to put themselves out there, put themselves on the line. Um, And and you do need to do it a little bit. You've gotta put your photo out there and and to talk about yourself. However, I don't talk about Andrew Ford and go, Andrew Ford's wonderful and Andrew Ford is this and does this. What I talk about is how I help other people. So I'm talking about a third party thing. So if you're a design student and you're really passionate about a, a particular sort of design, you're not talking about you. You're talking about your passion for this type of design. You know, for me, I'm really passionate about how businesses um, uh, should be formed for the service of others. And if you love what you do, and you love the service you provide others, they'll love you. You make money. It all works well. You're more satisfied in your life. You're be better parent. You'll be a better partner. The world will be a better place. Basically, is my you know is my holy grail. Um, so it's not about you big noting yourself. Um, It's about you sharing your passion because other people want to hear it. You know, people generally want to connect with people that share the same passions.
0: Now, I was reading your book, Creating a Powerful Brand. And in chapter five, you talk about examining where your brand is now. And the first step you mentioned in there is to Google yourself. And you actually wrote that like everyone does this. And but to be honest, I don't. I think I don't know, I just, I, just, I just don't do it. But as soon as I read that, the first thing I did was Google myself and it was interesting to, to see what came up. Now, do employers these days Google people? Is that the first thing that they do when they get an application from someone or do they just go to LinkedIn?
1: Yeah, it's, it's an interesting point. And, and I, I just thought everyone would Google themselves, but I'm constantly surprised when people go, oh, I've never done that. I'm like, don't you want to see what people are saying about you? And and I do this in presentations. I choose someone in the audience and I say, "What's your name?" And I start googling them, and they they freak out. They're like, "Oh my god, don't show anyone!" I'm like, "This is publicly available information. <laughs>
0: anyone, <laughs> anyone can, can this. see this." <laughs> it's
1: not private. <laughs> or you show them the Facebook profile. I'm like, "Oh my god!" I like, this is everybody can see this. So one of the investors in my in Social Star is an employment agency. Because they know the future of recruitment is actually in branding employees or people to to get jobs. So that's why I've invested in my business. And I sit in their big office and every day I see them do their jobs of, you know, matching candidates to employers. The first thing they do is look up in LinkedIn. And the second thing they do is they Google every single person.
0: Wow. And
1: they try and find out as much as possible. And I've been, I can't tell you how many companies I've been to and I talk about, you know, protection of their company brand by me researching all of their stuff and seeing what I can find and protecting them because anything that has, say on Facebook you say I work in this company, if I Google that company, you will come up and I'll be able to see anything that you have out there because you've connected those two things. So I, when I work at big companies, it's protection as well as using employees for promotion, but absolutely they Google you. Wow. Every single company I've, I've worked for Google's their employees. You know, you, you'd be naive to think that they don't. And and don't think they can't find things. You know, I mean, Instagram is not exactly private, and I, I see a lot of stuff on there, and it concerns me because, you know, the people who have grown up with technology so natively share everything in their in their lives from a young age, and then they go into the workforce, and it's the opposite, right? It's not just their friends; it's now publicly, you know, consumable information for for corporations, and the difference is this. If I, I live in Australia and I'm near the beach. So if I go to the beach, I put on a pair of board shorts, I line the sand, it's all good, right? But if I was having a work meeting, I wouldn't walk into that work meeting in a pair of board shorts with no top, right? Because that'd be uncomfortable, it'd be unsuitable. You take all of these selfie photos of yourself out at parties or having fun, and that's great, but that's not suitable for the workplace. So when you go for a job, it's jarring to look up your Facebook photos and see photos of you Partying in a bikini, all of those sort of things, because they're sitting at work and it just seems unusual. And and it's not wrong. It's just um, it's just not a business context. So my advice to people is, when they're starting to look for a job, just make it private. That's all you have to do. Just make it private. Your friends can see it. You can still do the same activity, but present what can be found in a professional manner. And you know, that that might be restrictive, but it's kind of just the way it is. You know, we have to we have to control. What our brand is um, when we're going for a certain thing, like a job or a you know university interview or et cetera
0: yeah, so this image we're putting out is just like as you said right at the start, so that that image is consistent because if you you could have an amazing professional LinkedIn profile and then but if someone can just Google you and find all these photos of you drunk and throwing up in the toilet on Facebook, then that's going to completely undermine that beautiful LinkedIn profile that 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 They're also looking at so um, that yeah, really 100%. good point there.
1: Just let's think about it like this: if you're going to go on a date, you know, with someone you really like, you're going to present yourself in the best manner, and you don't necessarily want that date to, you know, see you later on in that night <laughs> doing crazy things, or you know, um, you know, you don't share all of the things that you think they wouldn't like. You gradually let them know you. That's the same as in business. So, at the start, you wear a suit to your interview, you know, you have a great LinkedIn profile, you know, you might party and that's fine, there's nothing wrong with that, um, but you just don't bring your party to the interview. Right? Well, it's, it's, it's timing and it's positioning at the, for what you want at the time.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. That's awesome advice and I highly encourage everyone to really take that on board and go Google yourself and see what is the image that you are putting out there right now and then and then start thinking about how can how can you present yourself through social media and through all these various platforms um in in order to actually really make that good consistent impression Andrew it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today and thank you so much for sharing all your expertise with us if people want to get in touch with you and learn more about you and what and what you do where can they find you
1: uh, the best place is go to Uh All of my social media links are on there. Um, you can join my blog and there's information about my book and, and so forth on there. Um, new site's coming out in the next week. So uh, go and have a look and um, we'd love to chat with you.
0: Excellent. I look forward to seeing your new site. That's uh, If you if you want to know how to create a personal brand, go check out and see what Andrew's done um, at his website. You can, I guess, you know, model it off of that. And see how it's done this properly. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much, Andrew, and all the best.
1: Lovely to talk to you for
0: Wow, that's really interesting stuff, isn't it? Thank you so much again to Andrew Ford from Social Star for being my very special interview guest this week. Now, your challenge of the week is to, and this is very simple, Google yourself now I know it may seem a bit confronting but just do it I googled myself and it was kind of nice to see that pretty much the whole first page was just me and it wasn't anyone else so number one thing that came up was my Twitter account second was the design draw speak website and then underneath were some images and all of those were all images of me and they were all professional images which is quite nice (laughs) it's good to know and then after that came link my LinkedIn profile and then my SlideShare profile and then my uh, Pat Flynn video on YouTube. So, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with those results. So, see what comes up in the search and that will give you a good indication of what you need to start working on or what you can do in order to make your brand, your image consistent across all different media platforms. So that's your challenge this week. And that, my friends, brings us to the end of episode 27. Again, you can find the show notes for this episode at designdrawspeak.com slash zero two seven. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I really, really appreciate it. And, of course, if you have any comments or questions on this episode, please feel free to to leave a question in the show notes have a fabulous week and until next time this has been presentation skills for design students helping you become a confident creative communicator